0: Hi guys and welcome to episode 22 of SEO Tales where I'm joined by Mr Itamar Blower and uh, myself as always, again, I don't know why we keep doing these introductions. If you're (laughs) watching the show, show after show after show, or maybe watching two or three at the same time, I do apologize, Uh, (laughs) we don't change. But uh, yeah, so thanks for joining us for episode 22. We're getting on a bit in this. And uh, we're going to jump into the craziest link building strategies this week. And I think, you know, link building is a topic we have covered before. Um, we've, I think we've covered PBNs and I think we've just covered generic link building, uh, but people are always, you know, one of the most common things, whether you're at a conference or whether you're at a webinar, link building is still a hot topic in this industry. Let's not kid ourselves. And people do a lot of weird and wonderful things. But, 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 you don't always have to just do crazy stuff. Again, like anything, and like previous uh, last week's episode of SEO Tales, where we spoke about doing the basic things right, the same process applies when it comes to link building. You can get links from directories, local you know, places, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know general you know websites out there that that allow that type of thing to happen Um, and you know that is where itamar is going to start you know itamar you do a lot of basic fundamentals now we will go into some of the crazy stuff and i've got you know some stories and stuff like that but again when it comes to link building we don't have to dive in for the crazy stuff right from the get-go you've got to get a starting point you've got to to get a nice solid base and a nice foundation and maybe use the crazy stuff as the icing on top so i want to reiterate that from the start i'm not saying go all out and do all sorts of crazy stuff right from the get-go do it as quickly and as cleanly as you possibly can and you know maybe add a me a crazy thing here or there because everyone does it's like those healthy guys in the gym Um not that i'm one of these but do they ever have a little can of coke? Do they ever put any sugar in their body? Of course they do, and it's the same with SEO. We've got to do bend the rules a little bit here and there, but um, you know the the that that's where we start. And Itamar, you are going to play the good cop this week, and, and give us some basic tips on what you do when you start a campaign and you start to get some links. So tell us a bit of some of the basic tricks and the easy quick wins you
1: can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah you know in terms of quick wins I think you need to first look at the content you have and you know that's a mistake that a lot of people say is they're like well I need to build links but then I'll ask them you know where are you going to build these links for? You know what's the purpose behind it? Do you know what kind of site would want to link to your to your content, and I think you you've got to really kind of take take it back, take like take a step back and think about the content that you already have, and think you know how am I able to get somebody to think that this piece of content's good enough so that they might link to it? Um, and you know, in terms of stuff that I've done, even for you know, I've got a, a guide on brand management, for instance, and I thought you know th- this blog content is something that is valuable for people. So if it's valuable for people, then why should I not be able to build links for it in fairly simple ways? So, you know, I, I, I just found a place, a, a website that they listed some, some resources. So it was a kind of resource page where somebody was just finding these uh, brand management guides or things to do with brand management. And they just put them on there. And, you know, mind you, the last time they had something updated on there was, I think, two years ago, something like that. So, you know, I just sent outreach, just emailed them. And I said, look, you know, I've got this piece of content. I see what you've got there on your page. It's all good stuff. You know, consider checking out my guide to see if it's worthy of being added to your list. And within about a day, the guy was like, sure, no problem. Just added it. And I was like, "Okay, cool. So, you know, that took minimal effort on my part. And it was also so simple for them to do it. And because they generally, like, they genuinely enjoyed my content, that they thought, you know, this is really good. I'm gonna add it in there. And I think that's why, you know, we're gonna get into some of the stuff, Craig, okay, that you've done, which is absolutely, ins- absolute insanity in terms of, you know, what you can do to build links. But, you know, I think sometimes you just really need to think about the the linkable assets that you have, and think, you know, how am I how am I going to be able to build links to this content? If you don't have the content you know, you should have content that's linkable, right? I think any, no, no matter what industry you're in, even if you're a plumber, even if you're a builder, you're trying to build links, you should be able to create content that is interesting for people in that, in that niche. And so people will actually link to it. So I think we, we, let's start off with that and just say, you know, have linkable assets on your site and you'll find link building much more, well, much easier, I suppose. So
0: what I'm going to ask you is just for the dummies out there, what is a linkable asset? Give us an example of what you would have on a plumber's website that people would want to link to.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so basically a linkable asset would be a piece of content on asset on your website that would be useful for other people to link to. So say, for example, you're a plumber. You might have on your website, you might have a blog page and you might have a blog post about some kind of interesting study or statistics or even information about the best types of tools, um, plumbing tools or things like that where you kind of demonstrate, you, you've you got comparisons of different tools, you've maybe got videos there demonstrating for people who are interested in plumbing um, how to use them or which ones they should pick. You know, That would be a linkable asset because that's something that people will find valuable Um, in terms of that kind of industry. And then you can reach out to different websites that are related to plumbing because there must be, right? Any kind of industry ever will have a bunch of websites that write content about them. And I think especially for niches where they do get more competitive, that's where you need to be a bit more creative because the more competition there is, you know, the chances are that somebody would have already done something similar to what you want to do. Um, So in terms of linkable assets, you know, you can just think of what you do in your niche. Think of something that would interest you or something that you would like to find out more about. And oftentimes you can just write it based on that. And obviously, if you need help from somebody who's a really good writer to write it for you, you can do that. Um, But, you know, you just need to have these assets that are valuable to you and then you can start building links much quicker.
0: Uh, Yeah, no, I mean, I think you're right in what you say, and, you know, the more competitive you have to become, uh, or the more competitive the niche, the more creative you have to become. And I'll give you an example of how I well, this this wasn't my trick, by the way. This is just a trick, and um, so I'm not going to claim credit for this one. Uh, um, but it's how my devious mind works, and and it's why it always sticks in my brain, and uh, and why I love SEO. So we there was a local letting agent in Glasgow, and um, just doing the run of the mill, you know, letting out houses and all that stuff, and uh, and as, as Itamar says, like. <sighs> You know, there's, there's some things you can write, you know, where's the best properties, best furniture for properties, whatever. But, you know, sometimes that can prove difficult, in my opinion, you know, it, it can work, but it can prove difficult. So, a, a, an example of a creative story, is someone done a bit of PR, or whatever you want to call it, and uh, they come up with this cock and bill story. Now, what I want to say here is, life is a game everything doesn't have to be true and squeaky clean. You can make shit up, you know that, that to, to get links. Now I'm not saying create lies. But in this example, someone done a bit of creative journalism, if you like, and said that they went to to rent a property. And the property was like 450 pounds a month for like, <laughs> for for this house. And when the guy turned up, it was only the bathtub. That, that was available to rent. So it was a kind of cock and bull story, but it actually made the paper and it actually went viral. So like 40 other papers picked that up. So the guy said, like, this is a bloody disgrace. <clears throat> you know, I went to to view this property. I've been, you know, I've been staying in a hostel or something like that. And I uh, went to get this property and it was only the bathtub that was available. Now, there's a bit of humour behind that. It was a, it was a cock and bull story. It was just mm-hmm. nonsense but you know the papers print that stuff the people were given links for that stuff and that's when it comes to you know being creative i'm not saying go out there and tell lies or or anything like that but you know think about what we're reading in the world it's all bullshit. it's you know everything in the press is all lies you know well <clears throat> i'm not saying everything you know a lot of this stuff has been bent to manipulate manipulate your head Um, and obviously I'm not going to get into politics or any of that crazy stuff, but if you believe everything you read in the paper, you are insane. Now, that is where, you know, if politicians can do it, if sales companies can do it, or whatever, you know, bending the press to to suit themselves, then SEOs can bend bend stories to suit themselves as well and get links. There's nothing illegal about it. There's nothing wrong with it, you know, as, as long as you're not harming anyone, you know, you know, bullying anyone or, or doing anything that's going to harm anyone's business, then I see absolutely nothing wrong with a bit of creative journalism. And um, so <coughs> that's an example of, you know, if I was in the plumbing niche, it's would try and be squeaky clean and, and put out some content linkable assets, I would probably just go into foot first and come up with some cock and bull story, you know, about plumbing. Um, and who's going to win? Who knows? It just depends on how good the cock and bull story is. Um, so <coughs> that's one little trick, but there's obviously a lot of other tricks. But going back to the, the squeaky clean stuff, um, Atamar, so I do it my way, you do it your way. We, we get 20 links each. So we've covered the bases. We've got some citations. But, you know, I've got some citations. I've got some PR stuff. You've got some... You know, linkable assets there that people are linking to. What's next?
1: What's your next step? Well, I think the next step is you just got to look to see how that's affecting your site, right? So, you know, in terms of link building, you can say, oh, we like, we should always build links. But I don't think people kind of audit the links that they have enough in terms of like, you look at the links you've got, you know, you take a look at, you know, do these links drive traffic? do these domains that are linking to you have organic traffic do the you know does the the page that your link is on does that have traffic are you getting more traffic from you know due, from that link to your site because a lot of times that will be driving you business so you know if you get traffic from a link that you've got that can drive you leads and that's really really valuable for a business but you know in terms of what's next i mean you know link building's a thing that you know, does it really stop? You know, you never stop putting out content. You never really stop trying to get links. And I think in terms of the kind of good cop, bad cop, the difference probably is between, you know, in terms of what I'd be doing and the story that you just had is, you know, with my one, if it's a linkable asset and it gets updated and it's still great and you talk about evergreen content, this, that, and the other, you know, that can continue to get links over time without me really doing anything. And you've got to sometimes think about it in terms of time investment, because, you know, say, for example, you you do put in a lot of time, say, if it's like a PR thing, um, creative journalism, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, you take the time to get up this story, to talk to the press, they pick it up and that's great. And then your work is basically done from there. And, you know, you might get some really good links because obviously newspapers, these are authoritative sites. Most of the time they have a lot of traffic. So, you know, that's all well and good. But then you think, you know, after three months, you know, that story is dead probably even after a couple of days. Right. So you think you you might be capped in that sense. And then what that might force you to do is maybe think of, you know, even more creative stories and things like that. So I think it's, you know, in terms of risk, reward and then the effort as well that you'd need. I think, you know, these linkable assets that you put in a lot of effort to build them up. And then they kind of, you know, they it's kind of like a cash cow over time. If you're able to get, you know, some links for it, a lot of traffic over time, um, you know, you're ranking really well for these asset pieces, you're getting leads. Um, but, you know, in terms of what you do next, I think it's just always, you know, the, the kind of thing where it's like, well, more content, more links, but, you know, that's not crazy. Um, so I'll be interested, Craig, to hear another kind of crazy um, strategy for link building that you've done before, where you've got some really big wins.
0: Um, so, again, I'm going to talk a bit about PR. This is a cr- crazy one, and I think I've shared it on a number of occasions. Of occasions. <coughs> I'm going to put a disclaimer out there. You know, Be careful in how you use this trick because uh, I'm just giving a suggestion of what people can do. I'm not saying you should do it. Um, but the image trick that I've spoken about on several occasions, a lot of press out there, um, if you Google whatever newspaper and then write copyright unknown, normally you'll see an image on that page, page when it says copyright unknown underneath it. Now, in any press article, if they use your image, they would normally credit you. So if they took an image from Itamar, they would normally see copyright Itamar Blower, you know, and potentially give him a link. If they just lifted it off his website, that's what they do. Um, but obviously, sometimes the newspaper use links that, sorry, images that they don't know they are just lift them off the internet and it says copyright unknown to cover their own backsides and a trick that's worked well over recent years and i've spoken about in many occasions at different conferences was the ability to just reach out to the editor of that newspaper whether you find them in linkedin or or you know whatever use your creative mind to do that reach out and say hey there you've used my image don't want to cause any trouble but it'd be nice if you Stuck a little image credit in there, nine out of 10 times that editor is just someone new in the building who hasn't a clue what you're trying to achieve, doesn't really understand the value of a link or what it is, and they simply do it. Now, in the past, I've obviously spoken about, you know, impersonating a lawyer, you know, and and stuff like that. That's not something I would condone you do, you know, impersonating a lawyer or telling lies when you're doing that outreach. And I don't think you have to go that far with it. I think, you know, if you do just do outreach and say, hey, man, you're using my image, blah, 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 blah. If the person's foolish enough to do it, which nine times out of 10, they are, then you've got a great PR link. And a lot of people like that one. And, um, you know, in the past, I have said that like, you could say, I'm a lawyer, blah, 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 it's illegal to impersonate a lawyer. So be careful in any lies. um that you do also be careful who you do it to. If you do this trick, to someone who actually knows what they're doing, they're going to bloody call you out. So be careful on that as well. But (coughs) it is a trick that I've seen work. I know several people that have used it and uh, it has worked very well in the past. So that's another little one. But, you know, I think when people ask what is crazy when it comes to link building, it really comes down to who you're talking to. You know, I've... uh, Sp- spoken about pbn's and stuff in the past and people like oh man that's dirty that's crazy Blah, blah. it's not you know it's, everyone's been doing pbn's for the last 10 years um you know 301 redirects grabbing expired domains <coughs> you know niche edits tiered link building all of these kind of things people think are mind blowing, and crazy they're not. That's what everyone is doing out there in competitive markets. And um, so, to touch on what is tiered link building, um, or some of the more aggressive strategies that typically, you know, your your you wouldn't tell your client that you're doing, so to speak, would be <coughs> buying up some guest posts. So you buy a tier of say five guest posts, and uh, they will point to your your client site and the, whatever page you want them to. To, to go to. So that's, that's obviously a tier of links. And that's relatively safe. You've got your kind of gen- generic anchor text or branded anchor text or whatever. Keep it semi squeaky clean. It's what goes on under that is where the aggression comes. So whether people are doing 301 redirects, whether people are pumping PBNs at it, niche edits, safe links, web 2.0s, automated links, all of that kind of stuff. You're then building like 40 links to that guest post, which then has maybe another 50 links going to that, and it's all over the place, and a a tiered link building structure is probably the safest way to build links, in my opinion, in this day and age. Now, people out there will say (coughs) links are not that important anymore, you know, UX is important or traffic's important or whatever. Of course, UX is important, of course, traffic's important, but... The main crux of the internet is content and links. And anyone who says it is not doesn't know what they're doing. It's relatively simple and straightforward. Now, that doesn't mean technical doesn't work. That doesn't mean nothing else works. But content and links do move the needle in any market, whether it's a basic market or whether you're operating in a real competitive market. And what level of tiered link building do you need to do comes down to the competition and, and all of that kind of stuff. But what you always want to do, although we talk about crazy strategies, is safeguard your business. Do not do anything that's crazy enough. Do not, you know, people misinterpret a lot of these tricks and they'll start, you know, <clears throat> maybe going out there and, and and buying money robot or something, for example, and pumping those links direct to their website. I've never condoned that. You know, that 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 is black hat, that's spammy, that will get you banned. Um, So I think out there, you know, to to give people in terms of, uh, you know, people that don't do this type of strategy uh, an idea, it's how you use the tools, it's how you build your tiers, it's how you safeguard your website. There's a way of doing things, you know, horrendously wrong that will get you penalised, and there's a way of being able to do it properly, and that is the difference. Now, people say that's black hat, it's white hat, it's whatever, it's just making money. It's how people work in the world. You ask anyone in America, you know, one of the most competitive countries in the world in any competitive niche, do you do tiered link building? The answer is yes. I don't care who you are, what white hat you're wearing, what agency you work for, how long you think you've been in this industry. If you're not doing tier link building, you're a liar. And it's as simple as that. You, know, you may be paying some schmuck that's telling you something else. They're doing tiered link building. They're doing, you know, all of the stuff, the guest posts, the PBNs, the 301 redirects, the, the web 2.0s, the full shooting match. And uh, it doesn't really matter who says what. It's That is what's happening in the competitive markets. And obviously you can't tell a client that, hey, man, uh, I'm going to build some web 2.0s this week um, and smash it to your website. The client would have a fit because they've been – brainwashed into thinking that Black Hat SEO was a devil and that every agency out there is doing squeaky clean work and doing all of the kind of right stuff. Now, obviously, <coughs> as Itamar says, like, some of the tricks, like, you know, evergreen content, if you're able to, to get a great article out there that's going to get links over time, you know, over a two- or three-year period, then fine. My argument to that would be, how the fuck do you do that in the roofer plumber niche? You know, it's very, very hard. And, uh, you know, one out of 10 will get that, you know. And that is where people then adapt to the other tactics. Now, Itamar's way is 100% right, and he's correct in what he says. Do people do that? Nah. Who? I mean, who, you know, what What? What? I would, I, I, you know, and it's not to put you in the spot, Itamar, it's to put, the general public in the spot because people say, yeah, of course, Miles right, evergreen content, blah, 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 blah. You pick out one piece of evergreen content in the plumbing niche that you know of, um, and 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 you will struggle. and um, you know, because they're, they're, they're few and far between. So obviously the concept's right, and if you can do that is right. But again, it's it's very hard to reinvent the wheel. And that's why people do diversify their link building strategies and start to do wacky stuff
1: i think it's it's sometimes also down to your capabilities your team how creative you are because you know people who are more creative are going to have a better time or a much easier time creating that sort of content and i think as well you need to think of how the market is how competitive is your niche because maybe your niche isn't competitive enough where you need to do that Um, so i think it's like You know each case is going to be different and and link building shouldn't be approached in a kind of one size fits all because it isn't because you're only going to need to build more links or maybe do some you know more crazy if we want to call them crazy tactics if you're in such a saturated market where loads of people are building these kind of links and i think that's where it comes to competitive analysis because You know, you're not going to build, I'm not going to take two clients and do the same thing for them because they're in two different industries. It means that there's different factors at play here. Um, And like you mentioned as well, you know, of course, it's going to be much harder, you know, evergreen content for a plumber. Is it impossible? You know, no way. You know, it's not impossible. You can find ways to do that. But that's why I think it goes down to, you know, your capabilities. How creative is your team? How are you able to execute? This type of content. Do you have good connections? I feel like connections is another really important thing, um, you know, when we're talking about link building because the people that you know in your professional network, you know, you can get links from these people if you play your cards right. And I think it's all very situational. Um, it's something that you know, again, and the way you know this is talking about craziest link building strategies. But like you said, there's many different ways to define crazy because you know there's certain things that. I do and I think is perfectly normal that somebody might think, well, that's that's a bit weird or that's crazy. Like, for example, you know, if I've got a linkable asset and I ask for a link and people say that you know great content doesn't get you links, and I ask somebody for a link for this great piece of content I have, and they give me that link, then somebody might go, Well, that's crazy. I'll be like, Well, no, it's not, it's just good content and somebody liked it and they linked it. So, you know, different people will have their own definition of, of what crazy is. And obviously, you know, if we want to take a kind of universal definition of crazy, um, then, you know, some of the experiences you've had um, in terms of what people have done to get backlinks has been, well, I was obviously much more crazy in that sense um, than what I'm doing. But, you know, I think to, to sum it up, really, it's like you don't have to go for everything and you just need to make sure that you understand your market and understand your competitors, because once you do that, Then you'll at least have a better idea in terms of what your approach should be and then you can audit the content on your site you think well okay we've got this linkable asset that's great let's build links to it or if you don't you've got to think of other ways to be able to drive you know get backlinks towards um to your website so that that's what i think really it comes down to it's all very situational it's not you know i'm not going to do the same exact thing for two different clients
0: no i think you're right and i think you know, when I talk about, you know, building tiered links and Web 2.0s and PBNs and 301 redirects and all that kind of stuff, you would only start to build that if, as you say, you need it. You know, if you're for a local plumber, you might get away with some citations for your GMB um, and, you know, a couple of local um, relevant links from other you know construction people. That might be enough. You don't have to even touch any of this crazy stuff, um, or come up with any crazy lies or, or, any, you know, any of that stuff. I think that's something that's really important to reiterate, you know, if your back's against the wall and you're competing in the competitive markets in the world, I think in any walk of life, you know, that's when the corruption or the cheating or the the lies and deception start. And, uh, and, and in, a, in a lot of cases, you don't have to resort to that level. Um, of tactic um, and as a, as i said at the start you know try and do things the right way where you possibly can try and tick all of the right boxes and and get your normal links and everything else before you start using any of the wacky stuff although the wacky stuff works try and not take a risk you know do, use it as the icing on top of the cake or whatever i mean as I say, if you're in the gambling niche, that you know they're just doing wacky stuff from the get go, and you're just going to have to fight fire with fire and something like that niche, but it comes down to the competition. See what they're doing, replicate it, and maybe add a little bit of that icing on top of the cake if you need to to take the top slots.
1: Yeah, I think that's a, a great, great point and a great probably place to end it there so you know i hope you guys enjoyed this episode of seo Tales. if you did leave a like rating below and subscribe and we will see you in the next episode cheers guys